Eric Asher. When it comes to repair, there's no one I trust more than my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Burkhardt provides emergency repairs for any brand of cooling and heating system, and you can call them anytime. The team has years of experience, and they know how to get you up and running fast. So when you need help with your AC or heating system, you want someone who will be there right away. Visit Burkhardt at acpromise.com, acpromise.com, and tell them Eric sent you. afternoon and welcome to another edition of Inside New Orleans. It is the William Grant Family Distillers Friday Extravaganza, 106.1 FM Nash Icon. Got the privilege of taking you home each and every weekday afternoon, 4 to 6. Thanks so much for being there. iHeart Radio app, TuneIn Radio app. you got to walk away from the uh, radio at any time. If you download those apps, they're absolutely free. You can take the show with you. Also, again, check out the podcast there as well. Uh, we're on the World Wide Web at Nash FM 106.1 and also ericasher.com. On your radio dial at 106.1 FM, and of course, uh, our podcast is everywhere. Anchor's our home base, but um, we're on your favorite podcasting platform. 
Uh, don't forget also about the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports. Jeff Duncan did a great job with us uh, on the program. Uh, our first re- uh, on our rebroadcast yesterday, and of course our live show yesterday. First rebroadcast on Friday is 9 o'clock tonight on Pelicans, 10, 10 o'clock on LAE. Uh, Saturday morning at 2 a.m. on The Deuce and 5 p.m. on Pelican Sports Television every Saturday afternoon. It's already up on our social media platforms, uh, at Eric underscore Asher on Twitter, Eric Asher on Facebook, and Inside New Orleans Show on Instagram. So, again, uh, check out the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports. On our program today, Mike Vazan, Hot Off the Bench podcast, Vazan on football blog and podcast, will join us in just a couple minutes. John Hendricks of uh, SI Now. Uh, will join us at 5.15. He was at the Senior Bowl this week. He had a chance to talk to Mickey Loomis, but he had a chance also to check out, again, the quarterbacks and some of the uh, receivers uh, that maybe the Saints will be looking at. So we'll, we'll get his take on what he saw in Mobile this week. That'll happen at 5.15. And then, of course, we'll talk a little bit about the Pelicans, the Saints, and then we'll talk about um, a uh, investigative report that Lee Zurich had last night on 701 releases within the district attorney's office in the city of New Orleans. I, I, I kind of prefaced that yesterday in my comments in the uh, in, in, in the 530 block uh, where we talked about crime and the root of crime and some of the things that are happening in the city. Uh, and um, so we'll do that at about 530 this afternoon. We'll talk about those uh, th- those subjects. Again, uh, today's program brought to you by my good friends over at the William Grant Family Distillers, independent family distillers since 1887. And, uh, whoo, it's a little chilly outside, right? If you're heading out, you're, uh, you're uh, st- restocking uh, that liquor cabinet. Maybe you're heading out to the parades this weekend. Uh, or, again, uh, maybe you got friends, family coming over. Maybe you're going out to your favorite bar, watering hole, or grabbing a bite to eat at your favorite restaurant. Demand a William Grant product. Henry's Gin, Malago Tequila, Reka Vodka, hottest spirits on the market. Uh, also, again, uh, a all-star lineup of scotches that is second to none. Glenfiddich Scotch Whiskey, the Balvini Scotch Whiskey, Grant's Blended Scotch Whiskey. Don't forget about Monkey Shoulder Single Malt. And then, of course, Tullamore Dew Irish Whiskey. I keep hearing that other Irish whiskey is not going to be available for the Mardi Gras season. It's a, never been a better time for you to drink with the Irish drink, and that's Tullamore Dew Irish Whiskey. Of course, Sailor Jerry Rum, every bottle of Sailor Jerry Rum purchased in Louisiana. A portion of those proceeds go to the God Foundation, taking care of our heroes. That's right. Uh, the men and women that have served our country, native Louisianians who have again, put their lives on the line for us, the, again, whether it's active military or retired military members and their families, can tap into this fund when they need help. The funding uh, includes uh, funding for living expenses, rent, mortgage payments, utility bills, insurance premiums, even necessary home repairs. The God Foundation, www.godoutruths.org, have, again, helped uh, Louisiana military families since, uh, since 2012. Uh, well over $200,000 in financial aid. And George Laureano, Republic Beverage, and also William Grant have come to their aid, giving back every bottle of Sailor Jerry rum purchased in Louisiana. A portion of those proceeds go to the God Foundation, taking care of our heroes. Also, again, as part of the rum portfolio, there's Florida kind of Nicaraguan rum. And, of course, when it comes to the bourbon portfolio, it's a fistful of bourbon and Hudson bourbon, all part of the great portfolio of spirits of William Grant independent family distiller since 1887 and a proud sponsor of our program and uh, we are very very happy uh, to have them as, as part of as part of our show no doubt about that all right um, let's uh, head to the guest line 
Joining us on the program now, as he does each and every Friday, my lifelong friend and a guy that, had, that again, is uh, involved not even with one but two podcasts. Uh, he's oh. with celebrity chef Scott Craig on the Hot Off the Bench podcast and then has his own blog and podcast. And it's his time of year because, again, you're getting ready for the draft. Mike always puts out a mock draft, uh, his thoughts on what's happening with, with uh, again, the local teams here. And uh, none other than Mike Fazan joins us on the program. Mike, how are you? Eric, Eric, my brother, what a great introduction. Appreciate that. I've, I've had a little bit of practice over the years. How you feeling? How you doing, man? I'm doing great, except for this. Look, look. You know I don't mind the cold weather. Uh, you know my poor wife. She's got to walk or walk around like an Eskimo in my house, right? Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, but um, this is the this is the New Orleans weather that I loathe. Okay, cold, <laughs> damp, rainy. Uh, this is the kind of stuff where again. Uh, I'm, I'm I'm like uh, what is that uh, uh, that the, the nutrient that the uh, uh, at, at the Audubon Zoo, where they're trying to figure out if, they, if, if uh, it's going to be um, what, what four more weeks of winter, or eight more weeks of winter, I would Brown never come out of out of my hole. I would stay in the hole on that day. Yeah, yeah. Well, this is doom weather, doom and gloom. I mean, I'm, I'm sure Doctor Doom, this is like a day at the beach for him, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I, I kid my mm. brother. Uh, it is hard, it, but again, I, I, with all that, look, Mike. It's funny, you know. I guess the older we get, you know, you're like. Oh, I'm not going out in that. When we were in our 20s, it didn't matter. It was Friday night, dude. It could look like this, and you know we were going. We were out. We were out. We didn't matter. We were going. Didn't matter what the what the weather was. But this is just one of those ones. I guess as we get older, I don't want to have anything to do with it. I, I'd rather stay inside. Yeah, I threw the top and bottom long johns on, and I was out the door. Amen. Of course, I, I never wore those. You did. You did, and you did it proudly. You did it. Hey, if you can do it, do it. You know, if you can make it, wear it well, wear it well. No doubt. <laughs> Mike, a lot to talk about. Before we get started, tell the folks about the blog, the podcast, how folks can follow you on social media. Out off the bench with Doom and myself. We're on the podcast app, Spotify. Um, you know, hey, if Joe Rogan gets bumped, then we'll, we'll move right into his slot. So we'll, we'll be good. And then uh, uh, Fazano Football, almost forgot to name him on wow. uh, podcast. And that's on the yeah, Anchor your, app, which is yeah, Your dad uh, would not have been happy about that. Right. So um, anyway, that's uh, that's the two podcasts we're involved with, and then you're right, my mock drafts coming up. You know, I was watching the playoffs, and I'm watching Jarrett McKinnon. I'm like, he was in my uh-huh. mock. I'm watching, right. uh, you know, of course Trey Hendrickson, uh, mm-hmm. guys. I'm, I'm like, no, you've had me. some really good players on, and, and some some obscure players that you've had that have made it in the NFL in your past drafts. Yeah, I'm, I dig deep, my boy. I'm going to find those little small college guys. So we'll see well, what happens. You know, I'll be, I'll be front and center in front of the Senior Bowl tomorrow. Uh, I always yeah. record it. I always try to go back before the draft and watch it again. You know, if I can, if I, if I, if I try to catch the East West Shrine game if I can. I really, I've always enjoyed watching uh, the seniors play. Now, look, it's a different, different world now, right, with kids coming out as juniors. It's, you know, you're not getting the best of the cream of the crop in a lot of cases. But I, I still like those, th- those particular games. Uh, to be able to check out the talent oh, that's yeah. going into the NFL. I tell you what, speaking of that, I really, really like the quarterback from Liberty. I really like him. Malik Willis? He have, yeah. He may appear on my uh, mock draft. Maybe, maybe not, but I really like him. I hope the Saints have uh, – I hope he's caught the Saints. I heard him in the interview, and he has just got the it factor. He's got it together. So – Sounds it's just judging from uh, one little interview I heard 
He just sounds like a terrific leader. He just sounds like he's got he's got it. He's got his bases covered. So we'll see. But I really like. Him. Well, again, it'll be interesting again how he performs tomorrow. Um, this is a um, this is a big game for guys like him that maybe play in in, in a smaller with a smaller school. Obviously, Liberty had some uh, had some uh, success this year, uh, and uh, he's surrounded by really you know with the with, he's surrounded by pretty much the best of the crop of of uh, of, of quarterbacks that are coming out. Yeah. Only the uh, only the QB from uh, from Ole Miss is, is really not in the mix right now because he's a well, junior. He's heard, so, yeah. Yeah. you know, so we. And and yes, right, com, right, coming off of a uh, of an injury as well. But again, yeah. they, look, it's um, you've got um, Kenny Pickett of Pitt, Sam Howell of uh, UNC. You mentioned Malik Willis of Liberty, uh, Desmond Ritter of um, of Cincinnati, Carson Strong of, of Nevada, and, and uh, Bailey Zappi of uh, Western Kentucky. All those guys competing this week yeah. in Mobile. And look, the weather's been horrible, right? So I mean, uh, you know, that that gives the the scouts a chance to see how they deal with a wet ball, etc. So. Uh, you know, the they're getting a look to see He's got a he's got a cannon. The kid from mm-hmm. Nevada. He's got a strong arm. So it's been to see again how that plays out. I mean, really, yes. I, I mean, think, look. I'm sorry, Biggie. I'm sorry. No, no, no. You didn't cut me off at all. Go ahead. Uh, I think this quarterback crop is going to be a little bit better under the radar than people are giving it credit for. I'm just saying. Okay. That was going to be my question, honestly. Again, yeah. we're, we're said it's not a, not, not, a, not a top class. And, look, here's the deal. When you're looking for a quarterback, you're always willing to, to again, expend a higher draft pick to be able to do it. Uh, and it's been part of the problems with a lot of franchises out there just chasing quarterbacks. We have not seen that here in New Orleans uh, during the Breeze era. We're, we're there now. It'll be interesting to see what happens. I mean, I'm going to talk about this in, in the final hour. Again, to me, you've got to go with a veteran quarterback. But I would not – I would take a flyer on one of these kids, okay? I would too. You know, I mean, Absolutely. you know, let, see if you can develop him, uh, yeah. see what can happen. I mean, I mean, and I don't know if I'm, if I'm giving up the first round pick, you know, especially if there's wide receivers there that that can come in and play for you immediately. But again, if that player that they really fall in love with is there, maybe again you take a chance. You know, Nothing eighteen. Uh, when you're at eighteen, and, and you're the Saints, and you haven't been again in that in that position in a while, you want to take advantage of again the top players that, that, that are coming out uh, at 18 uh, rather than being in a situation where they're normally picking, you know, the, the late 20s, uh, you know, early 30s. So this is hopefully an unusual year going forward. And what, the Saints will be right back in the mix where they'll be picking later uh, going forward. So you want to take advantage of, again, being in that slot. And that also makes it easier, again, at 18 to move up if you like someone. Yeah. Well, you know, remember last year, uh, last year's draft, I believe the reason they picked Peyton Turner is because when the position they were in, all of the all the people they had on the board hoping that they would would be available were getting picked one by one, and, and except for the linebacker from Tulsa, it happened pretty much from the 18th pick to them, right around there. You know, this DB goes, this one, this oh, one yeah. goes. Oh yeah, you're right, Mike. Yes. You know, you sit mm-hmm. there and there's nobody left that you weren't you were hoping would be there. So at 18 and with Jeff Ireland, I, I can't wait to see what what kind of draft they're going to be able to put together because it's a, there's an extra couple of picks, right? Compensatory and um, yep. right. Uh, you know, <clears throat> and that 18 spot is in every round. So it'll be um, it'll be fun to see who they bring in. Yeah, and this is big, and because again, this is an unknown. 
you know, in the past, we knew that Peyton had the last call. I've been talking about it all week long. I went back, looked at the, uh, uh, you know, went through the drafts last week of Mickey Loomis. Uh, you know, I'm talking about during the Hasselt era, very top-heavy. You know, first-round picks uh, uh, in a lot of cases were, were players that, that made it with the exception of Jonathan Sullivan. Um, you look at the, the, the back half of the draft where you really, again, the meat of your draft where, you, where you know, teams just get better. Uh, and, and not a lot of those guys made it in the NFL. Not a lot of those guys made it on the Saints. So is he going to defer to yeah. Jeff Ireland? Who gets the final call now? Michael Parrington is in charge of pro personnel. Uh, who gets the final call on pro personnel? I mean, I got to believe at this point it's Mickey Loomis. And is it? I heard him say collaboration a bunch this week. Uh, is that, does that mean, again, they're sitting in that room, they're collaborating, and, again, you know, it, it is a show of hands on which way they go? Or is it Mickey saying, okay, I'm the GM, I'm making the final call here? No. Well, I can't expect at this point to have a new coach that's coming in to have the type of power that Peyton had, Peyton put the skins on the wall and 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 uh, you know usurped that power from from um, from from Loomis because of again his success uh, and his instant success going to the NFC Championship. I mean, all you got to do is look at the drafts before Jeff Allen got there and since they got there, and then no doubt. I mean, it's a no-brainer. I mean, if he doesn't get this last, if he doesn't get to make the look the call. Then I mean, why have him there? I can understand. No. Fair point. Fair point. Now, the other question is, is again, the quarterback position and, and how they're going to deal with that. You, you, you mentioned, again, I'll be watching tomorrow to see, again, these, how these quarterbacks perform. But, again, the possibility of maybe bringing back a Jameis Winston. There's been rumors, again, Teddy Bridgewater's on their radar in that building right now. Uh, will there be a bidding war for Jameis Winston here? Because, again, uh, you know, he's one of the top uh, free agent quarterbacks coming out. Uh, or is it going to be a situation where the Saints can make their own deal, much like they did last year, uh, I mean, two years ago, when, when again, he was, he was banished from Tampa? Look, I said it this week. It would not surprise me if he ends up back in Tampa before it's all said and done. How do you think they're going to proceed with the quarterback position? I hope it's not Bridgewater. Now, nothing against him personally, but listen, there's a reason why Bridgewater can't stay on a team for more than one season. I mean, he left the Saints. Now, the Saints were his fourth team third or fourth team, and then he left the Saints and went to Carolina for one year and went to Denver for one year. So something's up. And he performed well when he was with the Saints and Breeze was hurt, but, you know, <laughs> it was touch and go for a few games, and he kind of, he kind of caught a rhythm. But uh, I wouldn't – I wouldn't – I would not be – he wouldn't be my first choice. Now, I think they should draft one. And depending on who's there, I would I would pull a trigger at 18 because you don't know what Jameis has coming off an injury. And you know Taysom Hill is going to get hurt even if he does win the starting quarterback job. He's not going to last. Uh, uh, the third-string quarterback from Notre Dame. I mean, come on. I, I would book. definitely book, definitely be looking in that direction. Now, like I said before, there's, there's, this is a, I think it's a more quality, a higher quality quarterback draft that people are giving the credit for. Now, there's no Patrick Mahomes or Josh Allen, Josh Allen in there or Joe Burrow. But, you know, you never know. You just never know. So, I think it's a little better class than people are giving the credit for. But mm-hmm. it's not that, oh, my God, wow, class of a couple of years ago. Right. And, of course, we've seen – the last few years having some pretty decent quarterbacks 
to the point that now it's so top-heavy in the AFC with these young guns. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, the NFC is pretty wide open. Now, they have some veteran quarterbacks here in the NFC, but um, uh, you can see the class of the league in terms of quarterbacks is very, very quickly shifted to the AFC. Uh, remember, Sam Donald was one of those guys, too, So, and mm-hmm. he was a very high pick, top five, I think. Yeah. So doesn't mean doesn't necessarily mean uh, it's going to work out. He must be sitting there thinking, "What's wrong with me? All the other guys are, are, are doing well, but um, mm-hmm. he uh, he just didn't. You know, he just lacked something to get him over the hump." Well, but I think it it's uncharted territory right now, right? I mean, again, look, Peyton's been here for 50, he had coached here fifteen years, sixteen years uh, total with with the suspension. Uh, you always felt like if again he got a quarterback in the building, he was going to make him better. Uh, we have no idea what's going on with with the quarterback position uh, here in New Orleans now. I mean, again, with him not here, uh, you know, we, that's assuming that, again, uh, Dennis Allen is hired and ultimately the staff is kept on board. So, um, well, you know, there, there's some question marks here about about this going forward. We, 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 maybe we believe that, you know, there's an opportunity there. Uh, but, again, you know, there's no telling. And, you know, that's one of the things I'm going to talk about in, in, in the final hour that, you know, uh, you're looking at a situation where, you know, uh, where, where Peyton would, would be able to uh, lure a, a big-time quarterback wanting to come to New Orleans. Uh, that's gone, okay? And then, and then you have a situation now where you've had Carmichael, who's been at his, uh, you know, tied to the hip with him and Breeze. But, you know, Breeze and, and, and Peyton are no longer here, you know. So now it's Carmichael and Ronald Curry. You know, we heard Ronald Curry's a really good quarterback coach, but is he? I mean, we don't know, you know. Uh, uh, Peyton, uh, what's Carmichael going to be without Peyton and Breeze? Okay, now we know what he was without Peyton, but Breeze was here when Peyton was gone for for uh, um, for, for the year. So there's some still question marks in terms of uh, again, uh, can they develop a quarterback? Uh, will the quarterback get better here as we've seen in the past? Um, that that's up in the air now. Well, look, uh, look, I, I was talking to a reporter just as the season started started last year and he told me the thing about Peyton being a quarterback guru may be a little overinflated because come on you you got Drew Brees you're working with Drew Brees right well he never really developed a quarterback when he was here yeah so it's like Bruce Arians people say oh he's the quarterback guru really he had Ben Roethlisberger Tom Brady I mean who's teaching who how to play quarterback so I mean it's maybe one of those things. Now, as far as game planning and creating an offense around what the quarterback can do, yeah, Peyton's great. But, I mean, he yeah, he saw how it was one year without Breeze, and uh, all of a sudden retirement looked pretty sweet, pretty sweet yeah. to him. Mm-hmm. So, Well, I mean, look, I think we all said this, right? I mean, it's the one thing that's scary about Jameis Winston. On one hand, look, I thought he looked great. I thought that that again he was he had he had gone out of his way to be able to um, get out of the bad habits that he had developed in Tampa, um, but he had you know Peyton on the sidelines and the wrath of Peyton when he came to the sidelines if it didn't happen right. Peyton's not here anymore, you know, and he was a big stature on on, on that sideline. So sure. does he revert back to Jameis gunslinger, or is he going to again uh, you know continue to be able to? Um, uh, taking in the things that Breeze uh, taught him, that, that uh, Peyton insisted from him, and he's going to be that quarterback going forward. We don't know. Nobody knows yeah. that. And then, of course, the injury. Looks like he's coming back from the injury. Um, 
And then, you know, I, I read something, uh, what, two days ago. I'm trying to think of, the, of, 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 what it, of where it came from, where they listed the top quarterbacks. And uh, uh, Winston was, was the top quarterback in, 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 the, in free agency. So, yeah. you know, you got a lot, of, a lot of teams looking for quarterbacks, including Pittsburgh, which he's been rumored to go to. His former team, Tampa, New Orleans, obviously Carolina. I mean, there's a lot of places that, 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 again, he could he could end up, that there could be a bidding war for him, uh, which, again, I think a bidding war takes the Saints out of it. They're, they're not in a position when, again, getting under the cap with $71 million to go out of their way to be able to overpay for a quarterback that, you know, may be a guy that turns things around, but, but again, could be the guy that he was at Tampa. We don't know. No, I mean, I don't know if this could be a bidding war for him coming off an ACL. I mean, he, and the, you know, he, the year before that, he was, he was the year he threw the, well, two years before that was when he had all those interceptions. So, I mean, I think a team's going to say, look, we'll sign you, but we're not paying crazy money. Either that or it's going to have to be one of those prove it to me contracts Mm -hmm. where you, you know, uh, you know, you know, you have incentives and this and that. I don't see him getting big money based off. Right. He's, based off he's, had, he's been he's been not unavailable for the last two seasons. But there's well, not a lot of quarterbacks available, though, Mike. That's the thing. But, I mean, but, when you start yeah, going okay, through the well, pecking order of who might be available, uh, you know, if he's the best one available at that point, then, then an NFL yeah, team might have to pull the trigger on it. Yeah, but sometimes the best deal you make is the one you don't. You're going to saddle yourself with that contract? Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. The, the best of a bad group? I mean, I don't know, man. I wouldn't. I wouldn't oh no! If, if I'm the Saints, I want to. I want to get a two-year deal. I'm going to pay him fairly, but again, right. it's going to be incentive laden. And no. and ultimately, look, if he's leading this team to the playoffs, the Super Bowl, to again a, a, a division championships, he's got a chance to make bank. Okay, he's he's com- he's supposed to be comfortable with the offense here. Uh, the you know if, if the if the if the staff is retained, why would he want to move on? But then then I look at it the other way. You know, there's no state tax in Florida. Uh, he's got his, he's got a home in floor in Tampa. If Tampa wanted him back, would he, would, would that be a, a more of a draw? So it'll be interesting to see again how yeah. this kind of plays out. It, it really does. Uh, you know, the, 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 is there a lure of the Pittsburgh Steelers because maybe they are a little bit further along than maybe some of the teams that are looking for quarterbacks? I mean, I think there's a lot of reasons why you know that there there could be a situation where he may be uh, uh, maybe again the most coveted quarterback coming uh, that, that's out there in terms of veterans. Yeah, well, uh, we'll have to see how that plays out because I don't see – I just don't see how you can overpay a guy who's who's unproven like that. I mean, the last full season he had, he he got released from the team he was playing for. And I don't care well, how he much got released because Tom Brady showed up. I mean, well, I'm no, on the record, Mike. I don't think I don't think Tampa releases him if if, if Tom Brady doesn't show up. I think they re up with him and they try to work through him. No, he was released before Tom Brady signed. He they released. Yeah, I know that. Him. No, I know yeah, they released him before Tom Brady, but I'm just saying they knew Brady was going was going to be on, on the market. Sure. Yeah, yeah, they were going for Brady, right? Right, they were going uh, for Brady. I thought you said I thought you said they signed Brady and then they released him. I, I no, 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 no. They, 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 yeah, okay, all right. Yeah. Well, maybe I spoke. Maybe I misspoke. Yeah. No, I don't know. One of us missed something. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well. 
Well, look, let me take a break here, okay? When we come back, I want to get into NIL. I want to get into LSU. I want to get into the, the recruiting class. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. It's the William Grant family. It's still a fry extravaganza. Don't forget about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Eating. Uh, if your heater breaks down, they will be there for you. Again, their service is impeccable. Uh, you know, the service after the sale, if ultimately you've bought your system from Burkhardt and you need it serviced, uh, they'll be there for you. Also, again, if you have a, 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 a breakdown and, and you've never been a customer before, maybe, again, you're not happy with your, your, your company, maybe your company's uh, putting you off, you know, for I maybe mean, a couple of days before they can get out there, call Burkhart. At least give them a call. 24-7, 365 emergency service. Nobody wants to go without heat, especially during this time of, 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 of again, a New Orleans winter. Uh, 15 trucks in the field, 30-minute courtesy call before they come to your home. Only doing the work that's necessary. We never gouge you, never cheat you. It's Burkhart. It's Burkhart Air Conditioning and heating acpromise.com acpromise.com inside new orleans if it's new orleans sports culture food inside new orleans with eric asher is talking about it we taste it four on 1061 nash icon and available online anytime at nashfm1061.com this report is sponsored by ebay motors Ray Maliazzi here. The tear in my driver's seat does have sentimental value since my butt's molded to fit it. But I'm ready for a new one from eBay Motors with all the right parts at the right prices. 122 million of them. Till then, I'll just scooch. eBay Motors, let's ride. Delays remain heavy if you're traveling 10 eastbound from the 310 to Veterans. And delays pick back up on 10 eastbound from just past City Park to the high rise. Look out for delays on 10 westbound from Elysian Fields to Canal and delays pick back up 10 westbound right at Clearview. Delays are heavy on the 610 on the westbound side from Broad to the 10610 merge. On the 610 on the eastbound side, your delays are steady from St. Bernard to the 10610 merge. If you're traveling along the eastbound side, of the West Bank Expressway, the Crescent City Connection, and the Pontchartrain Expressway. Delays are heavy from Lafayette Street to the O'Keefe Howard Avenue exit. On the westbound side of the Pontchartrain Expressway, your delays are steady from the Claiborne Earhart exit to the St. Charles Carondelet exit, and delays pick back up on the westbound side of the West Bank Expressway from just past Ames Boulevard to Avondale. Delays are solid on the 310 on the southbound side from just before St. Rose to the Luling Hornville exit. I'm at Robinson Broadcasting from the Attorney Mike Brandner Traffic Center. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory. 467 Hickory Avenue, open seven days a week, offering a creative menu of all your New Orleans favorites. Fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soup, salads, daily specials, and a Sunday brunch. Contemporary Creole cuisine, great southern dishes. Check out our menu online at bienvenueharahan.com. Dine indoors or outdoors? Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan. 
Sports Beat is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them, two steak nights. Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice filets. Friday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice ribeyes. Private room available. Sports Beat is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sports Beat Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff, and all the sports you can handle. Trust is what Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating is all about. Take it from me, Eric Asher. If you have any problems with your heating system, you can trust Burkhardt to be there right away and get you back up and running. And if you know you need to replace that heating system this year, you can trust Burkhardt to treat you with respect and get the job done right. And you can always trust Burkhardt to give you a fair price. For heating this year, trust Burkhardt. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. It is the William Grant family distillers Friday extravaganza. Reach for a William Grant product, Henry's Gym, Milago Tequila, Rico Vaca. Also, again, all-star lineup of scotches, uh, Glenfiddich Scotch Whiskey, the Balvini Scotch Whiskey, Grant's Blended Scotch Whiskey, Monkey Shoulder, uh, Single Malt. Also, Tullamore Dew Irish Whiskey, as well as Florida Canyon Nicaraguan Rum and Sailor Jerry Rum. Fistful of bourbon, bourbon whiskey, as well as Hudson Bourbon, all part of the portfolio of William Grant. All right, uh, Mike Fazan rejoins us, uh, uh, Fazano Football Podcast and blog, Hot Off the Bench Podcast with uh, celebrity chef uh, Scott Craig. Uh, let's talk NIL. Let's talk uh, LSU um, first. And, of course, uh, they were rated number six class by 24-7 sports. They were number, rated the number three class when it came to the transfer portal in terms of, again, bringing in uh, tra- uh, transfers. Uh, and the National Signing Day was, was – um, Really about what Texas A&M was able to do in, in terms of, again, getting $30 million in the NIL uh, pot and, use, and outbidding conference schools uh, like LSU and others uh, when it came to NIL. Uh, and the LSU was not ready. Most teams in the South and Eastern Conference was not ready. Jimbo Fisher was ready, and he was able to buy the number one class in, in, the, um, in the nation. And look. All within the rules. All within the rules. I have no issue with it at all. I have some issue with how NIL is being dealt with, uh, with the transfer portal. But, again, he played by the rules and ultimately comes out, again, um, beating uh, LSU for Jacoby Matthews, beating other schools for other players, and came out with the number one class uh, in college football this year. Your thoughts? Yeah, and then he came out and started preaching to everybody, saying that NIL wasn't the reason why. He he's full class. of crap. I, mean, I don't know. Is marijuana legal in Texas now? Because I no, like it's to not. Know he's smoking <laughs> with a straight face. He came on there and was he was like uh, right. chewing people out. I'm like, dude, you just bought. Uh, I think my, uh, Mike Scarborough said it great. I saw him on uh, Twitter mm-hmm. on some interview. He said, "Oh, all of a sudden, Texas A&M. Everybody wants to go to A&M." They haven't done it for years. All of a sudden, all of a sudden, out of nowhere, A&M is the place you got to be. Come on, man. Like you said, it doesn't bother me. Hey, they use it to their advantage. But don't come on TV and start getting indignant about people saying, well, you just bought this class. Well, you did. And then you, and then you <laughs> get upset about it. Weird, man. That was a strange, strange thing. But. It is what it is. Hopefully LSU can uh, 
you know, for for LSU fans' sake, hopefully they can get in the, into that game. But I tell you what, with Jacoby Matthews, I, I would mm-hmm. if he when he once he told me I'm coming to LSU, and then two hours later said no, I'm going to A&M, and I said go, I'm not, I'm done. I, I look. Four hundred thousand a year. I mean, I mean, uh, over a, uh, for four years is what I'm. Yeah, hundred thousand a year. Got got offered, which is what uh, they they offered the offensive lineman. That's fine, but I'm telling you, uh, this thing is not going to end well. With where as it, as it relates to who's calling the shots and who's getting paid a play, who is playing come Saturday night or Saturday afternoon. Because if if I'm a, if I'm sponsoring some kid and he ain't playing, uh, I'm calling the coach and say, "Hey man, either play him or don't come after me for the next guy." So I hope you know it's like that old saying: "Be careful what you wish for." Mm-hmm. You know, I wish it could have been done differently, but I, I think it was. It's like they took a little bit of a a rule here where kids can go and do autographs and sell their pictures and get a jersey to, bam, you know, 100000 a year to pretty much play. So, and well, I don't know they, how much again, they were getting. Well, I don't know how much they They, they play within the rules, though, Mike. And, and, and it is what I, I get all that, and I, and, and I understand. I agree with you. Again, there's going to be some businesses out there that, again, they're not, that, that they're paying for the NIL and this kid's not getting showcased. There'll be some situations where this kid may have got the money, but yet he's sitting on the bench. And he's worried about now, yeah, I got this money up front, but what about my NFL career? Yep. Like, I just think we're in a situation now where you're re-recruiting these players each and every day uh, because of the transfer portal. And that's why, again, look, to me, I want to see how this Grambling thing works out, where, they, again, they have two, sp- uh, two um, uh, sponsors that, that are a part of their, their NIL that are willing to be able to, again, foot the bill to be able to pay all their student-athletes, again, a, 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 as part of the NIL program. How much that is, we obviously we don't know. Uh, but, again, that seems to be fair. Also, again, the, the situation now with, again, the, the transfer portal. Uh, first of all, I think there needs to be a cap on, on NIL, okay? You can, and and that, 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 that seems to be, you know, you, just, you can't, can't be in a situation where, where it's just, you know, that there's no cap on, on, on the amount of money that can be uh, given to a player. And then the other thing to me is the transfer portal needs to have uh, a specific time frame on when you can transfer. You cannot transfer within the season. You have the ability to transfer outside of the season, go wherever you want without having to sit out, but you can't transfer within the season. I think they need to tweak both, and then we'll, then we see how we go from there. Your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, um, I heard I heard just yesterday that A&M has a deal ready for one of LSU's wide receivers. Uh, that was a freshman last year. His name escaping me. But they have a deal on the table waiting for them to transfer. To me, that's tampering, if that's true. But uh, we'll see after spring what happens because uh, if this certain player is a wide receiver, Eric, I can't remember his name, but he was a freshman last year. And I heard that A&M's got, they got a deal on the table for him. We'll see if he, if he transfers after spring. And, um, you know, and if that was true or not. But to me, that's tampering. But hey, man, it's the Wild West. This is what people oh, want. Oh, it is. So it definitely I mean, is, hey, no doubt about it. It is what it is. So LSU's yep. got to get into the game and say, okay, all right, well, we'll go after your players then. You know, you want to come after my. Everybody wants 
LSU's players. I mean, what's the deal? Everybody wants kids from Louisiana, and they want people on LSU's team. Somebody's been doing some damn good recruiting to get a lot of talent at LSU for all these other colleges mm-hmm. to want to come and and, um, and pillage LSU for their talent. I'm like, LSU was six and six the last two seasons in the regular season. I mean, who? Why is everybody so desperate to get LSU players? So, but they are desperate. Your thoughts on the class, though. What were your thoughts on the class? They were able to get Harold Perkins, obviously coming back to uh, New Orleans kid coming back from Texas A&M. Um, there, there was obviously some kind of negotiations going on there, from what I understand, um, through back channels. Uh, but the, the class on, on, on the whole seems to be a pretty good class, especially, again, with the late start uh, that Kelly got. I think, he, I think he did a great job. Now, I don't dig the dance and disco thing. I think they should throw that, uh, delete it, and pretend like they never did it for the rest of mankind because, to me, it just looks bad. It looks awkward. You feel awkward watching it. And, I mean, the guy he was doing the video with signed Alabama, that guy probably got a lot of grief from his peers from that Daniel video. Lewis. Mm-hmm. Lewis, yeah, the tight end. Mm-hmm. So I think they should get rid of that. But other than that, I think it was a really good job. The guy comes in mid-December. And you got Dallas, you got defections left and right, you got decommitments left and right, even before a coach got hired. And uh, to be able to get a Perkins, which was a great get, and then right. to, you know, and then he got a lot of kids from the transfer portal, and he did well mm-hmm. in the early signing period. I, I think with Frank Wilson, and, and I think he put together a really great coaching staff who can also recruit. Uh, LSU going to get in the NIL game. Next season, I think you'll see a whole lot. I mean, they were rated number six overall, including transfers and everything else this season. And he just got started, Brian Kelly. Right. So uh, I like everything about Kelly except for the, the disco thing with the with the video. I don't know whose idea that was. But so you don't like the Batman eyes? You don't, you're not into that? You're not into? Hey, man, if you want to stand there by yourself and do it, but don't stand behind a, a – a, Almost either late teenager or early twenties-year-old young man, because it looks inappropriate. That's just me talking. It just looked bad, but you know, maybe I'm old school. I don't know, but I, I think uh, I think maybe they should try a different tactic. If you want to get up there and do it, fine. I got no problem with it. Eight million uh-huh. views. Eight million views. That's yeah, what that's what everybody was touting. Eight million views. Eight million, seven million were like, what the hell? Nobody could believe <laughs> what they were seeing. I mean, the one million LSU fans liked it, but the rest were like, "What? What are you doing? What is this?" I read the uh, comments. wasn't It wasn't flattering. It wasn't. No, there were some that were flattering. That's right. No, I get it. I get it. Uh, according to Shea Dixon, as far as the high school signees, uh, the, the 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 fifteen, they were number twelve, the twelve overall. The transfer portal signees, uh, again, they had twelve. Uh, they were number three overall. Total signees, six on twenty four seven overall rankings. Yeah, uh, the sixth rated class. So. You know, a lot of people believe they did. They did very, very well. Let's bring on on UT Joe, who I'm sure has got a, an angle from 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 the uh, gr- from the great state of Texas. Joe, how you doing, bud? Hey, I'm doing great. How you doing? Doing great, Joe. Thanks yeah, for the call. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I saw the video. It looks real good for LSU. So, yeah, I'm with you on that, buddy. Yeah, you know, I don't know why it sounds like it was a lot of sour grapes about this NIL thing. I mean. 
Big Ten and SEC have been raiding the state of Texas for their talent. And it doesn't stop there. You got to programs, too, the SEC and the Big Ten, wrecking a Big 12. And it all started with the Southwest Conference, you know, and with all of the nefarious behavior that was going on with recruiting. You put one of our programs on the death penalty and you refuse to put Auburn on there, okay? Because they saw what happens when you shut down a program for a year, you ruin the conference, okay? Now, I'm just saying, Ken Perkins, nice little get, but you know the story behind that was he was getting 500000 from A&M for four years. He found out Oh, no, that's prorated, and you got to go to class. He had a problem with that. So whatever LSU did to agree to him to come to LSU, I hope he's going to class as part of the deal, okay, because I don't see him being there for long. All right, so I'm just telling you this NIL is a mess. And it's out of control, but good yep. on Jimbo Fisher. Oh, okay. give, him, give him his props, right, Joe? I mean, he was ready. Yeah, I have no problem with A&M being – they were ready. Uh, again, shame on LSU and the rest of the teams in the Southeastern South, South, South Conference that were not ready. <laughs> and, 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 and look, Ole Miss, LSU, Auburn, all howling about what went on. Okay? It's the same thing with the transfer portal. Okay, you know there's some underhanded recruiting going on with the transfer portal. Sure, I might just talk about it. You're not supposed to be talking to these guys, but they're doing it, and they all mm-hmm. of a sudden immediately bolting for LSU or Alabama. So, for, so who knows? I know they got to really rein it in on the transfer portal because it's wrecking the program. No, it, it definitely am, is. Joe. Okay, so they're getting paid. Let them. They yeah, just need a cap on it. That's all. They need a cap okay. on it. And, again, I, I, again, I, I want to see what this grambling formula looks like because that might be the way to go. Joe, we well, appreciate the, problem, the phone call. Yeah, well, wait a minute. Uh, the problem with the cap, Eric. Go ahead. Why aren't we putting a cap on when you're asking, uh, you're promising more money for these programs to come to the SEC? And it's the same thing with the Big Ten. They were promising Nebraska lots more money than they were getting from the Big 12. There is no cap, buddy. I'm just saying, highest bidder wins. And it's going to have to stay like that until the field gets leveled, you know? Joe. Well, Joe good luck with that. Be, Go ahead, Mike. You get the final call because we're going to be right up against the break. But Go ahead. It's got to be killing Joe that he's going to be an SEC fan in a couple of years. I mean, that's got to be killing him. It's got to be killing him, no doubt about it. Hey, Joe, we got to let you go, brother. Thanks look, for the phone call. I, I had no problem right. with what Jimbo Fisher did. I mean, as far as Me the neither. class. He was on it, man. He got his eggs, his duckies in a row. Great for him. But don't go on TV and act like Father Flanagan and you're aghast at like the, the scene in, in Casablanca when he said, I was shocked that there was gambling going on in this casino. <laughs> I mean, really? Come on, dude. But, no, I think he did great. That's fine. But my thing is everybody, not every player gets the same amount of money and not every player gets a deal. Right. So – What's going to happen? And then in the you locker got room. next year, you got next year's five stars coming in, mm-hmm. competing against the guys who signed this year. And right. okay, wait a minute, coach, you're green and a quarterback. I'm your, I'm your guy. What are you doing? I'm out. I'm transferring. 
because that's 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 it now. I got a I got a contract with you with with this people. Uh, sponsor me. You bringing mm-hmm. in another quarterback? So I don't know, man. I, I just it's it's uncharted territory. Right now. And, 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 and that's why I think they've got to come together, Mike, and they've got to figure out again um, how to make this so that it's profitable for the, for the student-athlete. The student-athlete has the freedom to be able to move, but again, you, the, the, the programs are not getting crushed by the transfer portal. And then, and then of course, look, I don't think you're ever going to have an even playing field when it comes to, to NIL. It's going to be the have and have-nots. It's just going to make the, the – the, uh, the cavernage is going to be much more wider now in, in terms of have and have nots. Just is what it is. Well, you know, I mean, unless look, they adopt something to like something like what Grambling is doing. Look, A and M's alumni has the the buying power to pay eighty five guys one hundred thousand a year. They just do. So uh, I don't know where this where this goes, but. Uh, that's why I tweeted out. I told you and the Tommy mm-hmm. and Scott, if I'm the USFL, I'm drafting five-star high school kids. <laughs> I'm drafting them. I mean, come on. You don't have to go to class. Yeah, they, You're going to be making more money than, or at least as much I'm money. I'm with you. Uh, I, I mean, mean, I don't know if I'm with you, but I hear you, okay? You hear me. I hear you. I know. Right. And I'm kind of like almost tongue-in-cheek, but I don't know, man. I mean, not, it's not like you're playing against NFL guys in the USFL. Yeah, but you're, you're playing against playing. guys that could be playing in the NFL. And, and again, we don't know we don't know what this version of the USFL is going to be. Okay, so but you're going to be playing against guys that are much more mature. I mean, one of the reasons why, again, they say that they want to put the rule in for high school uh, that you can't you got to play three years because your body's not developed enough to go against an NFL type player. That's all. Yeah, there Eric, are players right now that, that again could probably come in as freshmen and sophomores no. at certain positions and and be able to compete. Uh, but again, you're probably not going to do that. The offense, oh. defensive lines, and uh, you know, maybe linebacker, you won't be able to do that. There's no doubt in my mind. Leonard Fournette could have went to this oh, USFL I agree. coming up and not just played, dominated. Look, right. We're we're skewed by the Sam Mills and the Vaughn Johnsons and the Steve mm-hmm. Youngs of the world from the last USFL. This ain't it. Remember. Well over 99% or 90, I'd say over 95% of that league couldn't even sniff the NFL. You had a few players sure. who did well. But overall, and this was going to be worse. I mean, because this was, it was about 20, I think it was about 20 to 25% of those players went, went into the NFL. And it might have been a little bit more. Might have been a little bit more. Yeah. Hey, Mike, well, I got a minute left. Was. We're up against it. I hate okay. to cut us off, but we won. We didn't get a chance no. to talk about Tulane again. Who had a really good recruiting class. But yeah. tell us about the podcast. What we can expect from you with the, the blog, and uh, also again uh, your podcast. Tell us all about it. Hot off the bench with Scott, Doctor Doom, Craig, myself uh, on the uh, podcast app, which is on Spotify, and then we uh, and then me uh, for Denver football on the anchor app. Beautiful. Always a pleasure, my friend. Oh, it's always fun, my brother. We'll, we'll, we'll talk next week. You bet. Uh, that is uh, Mike Vazan, Hot Off the Bench podcast, off Santa Football podcast and blog. Don't forget about Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Again, heater goes down over the weekend. You come home tonight, heater's not working. Just remember acpromise.com. Fifteen trucks in the field strategically set up all over the metropolitan area to get to you quickly. Those guys that are on call are experts, Nate certified technicians, only doing the work that's necessary. For a cup you can trust with your AC system, heating system, generator, and more, it's Burkhardt, acpromise.com, acpromise.com. 
Hire a cash with celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Apple. Southern Tire, family owned and operated since 1972. Southern Tire is your one-stop shop for quality auto repairs and the best deals on tires. Whether it is your personal vehicle or a fleet account, at Southern Tire, we treat your vehicle like our own. At Southern Tire, we have all the latest diagnostic equipment and ASE certified technicians the dealerships have without the dealership prices. Hickory and Airline in Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we we provide to our customers. Mambo's, 411 Bourbon Street. Three floors of incredible dining in what might be the most beautiful restaurant on Bourbon Street. Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest and magnificent cocktails. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter Courtyard or on our Bourbon Street balcony. Come experience Bourbon Street's only rooftop bar. Mambo is perfect for a night out with friends, a romantic getaway, your next event, or a delicious meal with family. Lunch and dinner seven days a week. Order online for delivery at mambonola.com. Make your next New Orleans memory at Mambo's. Francesca by Katie's, 515 Harrison Avenue in Lakeview. Francesca is offering a menu that includes family meals, daily specials, delicious sides, award-winning pizza, New Orleans best burgers, poor boys muffaladas, and family recipes. A St. Louis-style deli with sandwiches and sodas. Wine and beer also available. Check out our menu online at francescadeli.com. Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-266-2511. Dine indoors, dine outdoors, or use our delivery services. That's Francesca by Katie's, 515 Harrison Avenue in Lakeview. So you're sitting in traffic on I-10, tired of your long work day, and you're dreading cooking dinner for the family. So where's the place you should think of? Oceana Grill. And get ready to indulge your palate with the flavor it deserves. From blackened bayou duck to our signature barbecue shrimp, we know how to get you asking for more. Whether it's sitting outside or in our courtyard or kicking back at one of our indoor, unique, vibrant dining rooms, Oceana can make you feel right at home with our friendly staff and our naturally New Orleans cuisine. Oceana Grill, 739 Conti, in the heart of the fun, 8 a.m. to 1 a.m. daily. We know what you're missing in your kitchen. Oceana Diamonds Direct makes it easy to go over the top this Valentine's with an expanded selection of the most romantic gifts, special designer trunk shows, and the return of our most popular offer ever, five years zero interest financing. Now through Valentine's Day, we've teamed up with the nation's most sought-after designers with a spectacular selection of affordable and timeless gifts. And with five years zero interest financing, you can go big. How about a $3,000 pair of diamond stud earrings and you pay $50 a month? Or a $4,000 diamond tennis bracelet for just $67 a month. It's a fact. Jewelry is the number one gift for Valentine's, and Diamonds Direct is the number one destination. We'll help you find the ideal gift at the best price, and you can spread your payments over five years with zero interest. Visit us in-store now or shop online for some great romantic gift ideas at DiamondsDirect.com. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. On approved credit. Clint Black fans, get ready. Clint Black and Lisa Hartman Black. Mostly hits and the misses. February 14th, 2022, Orpheum Theater. Tickets are on sale now at OrpheumNola.com. Don't miss Clint Black and Lisa Hartman Black. Produced by Pepper Entertainment. 
It is the William Grant family distillers Friday extravaganza. Reach for a William Grant product. It's the weekend, right? Got to get out there and enjoy yourself. Henry's Gym, Malaco Tequila, Reka Vodka. Uh, how about that all-star lineup of scotches? Glen Fittick Scotch Whiskey, Grand Splendid Scotch Whiskey. Also, again, um, uh, the Balvini Scotch Whiskey, Telemore Dew Iris Whiskey, Sailor Jerry Rum, Monkey Shoulder, uh, and more. All part of the portfolio of William Grant. Eric Asher with you until 6. John Hendricks joins us in the next segment. And then it's you and I for the final segment of the program. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. We'll be right back. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. Tired of the same old daily routine? Are you in the market for a new job? We can help. Jumulus Media is holding a virtual job fair starting February 1st. We have a variety of open positions at Los Efes Grill, GT Automotive, Silver Slipper Casino, Priority Healthcare, Antoine's Bakery, and many more. To see and apply for all open positions, simply go to NashFM1061.com and click on the Cumulus Job Fair.
man, Eric Asher. I like that kind of party, too, if you're partying with William Grant. But why wouldn't you be, right? William Grant Family Distillers. Of course, great products for you. Hendrick's Gin, Malago Tequila, Reka Vaca, hottest spirits on the market. Uh, you've got uh, Glenn Fittick Scotch Whiskey, Grant's Blended Scotch Whiskey, the Balvini Scotch Whiskey, uh, Monkey Shoulder, Single Malt, all award-winning scotches. Tullamore Dew is the second largest selling Irish whiskey in all the world. And from what I understand, uh, that other Irish whiskey, they, they, they ran out of it. Uh, we got plenty of uh, Tullamore Dew Irish Whiskey for you to be able to enjoy during the Mardi Gras. And, of course, uh, Florida Kanye Nicaraguan Rum and Sailor Jerry Rum. Every bottle of Sailor Jerry Rum, personal Louisiana, portion of proceeds go to the God Foundation, www.gotourtroops.org. Again, taking care of our heroes. Uh, Louisiana, uh, retired military or active military members in their family, uh, helping them with uh, – Necessary repair, necessary uh, uh, repairs for their homes, also utility bills, mortgage payments, living expenses, uh, you name it, it's there for them. www.gotourtroops.org is how you can um, can give directly or you can buy a bottle of Sailor Jerry rum. And then, of course, you've got um, Fistful of Bourbon and also Hudson Bourbon, part of the portfolio of William Grant. Get out there and uh, enjoy a bottle of William Grant, uh, one of the great products. Look, I've said this before because, you know, um, George really kind of clued me in on this. Uh, George Lauriano, who's with us usually, uh, you know, once or twice a month from from William Grant. Uh, if, if you don't want to spend the money on a full fifth, okay, uh, when you go to your favorite spirit store, look for the airplane bottles. Just grab a few airplane bottles of, of again, these great uh, spirits. Take them home and enjoy them at your leisure. And I'll, I'm telling you, I'll guarantee it. You will enjoy it. You'll love it. And then you'll go back and get the fifth. Go to your favorite watering hole and, again, insist on a William Grant product, your favorite, your favorite um, restaurant. So that way when you're going to that, that particular restaurant or bar, you can have one of these great William Grant products. It is the William Grant Family Distillers Friday Extravaganza. Eric Asher, you're listening to 106.1 um, FM, Nash Icon. And, of course, uh, i got the privilege of bringing you home each and every weekday afternoon, 4 to 6. iHeart Radio app, TuneIn Radio app, great way to take the show with you anywhere. You can also download the podcast there. Nash FM 106.1 on the World Wide Web. EricGasher.com also on the World Wide Web. Our podcast is everywhere. Anchor's our home base, but we're on all podcasting platforms. And, of course, uh, don't forget tonight, if you missed us last night or yesterday afternoon, the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports, uh, Jeff Duncan of Dolo.com, and also, again, Fox 8 Sports joins us on the show tonight, 9 o'clock on Pelican, 10 o'clock on LAE, 2 a.m. on the Deuce every Saturday morning, every Saturday afternoon at 5 p.m. on Pelican Sports Television. Already up on our social media platforms, at Eric underscore Asher on Twitter, Eric Asher on Facebook, Inside New Orleans Show on Instagram. So, again, you can check it out at your leisure on the WLA-TV YouTube page as well as ericasher.com. All right, I want to thank Mike Vazan for joining us in the first hour. Uh, he actually sent me some, some, some breaking news that I'm going to get into um, uh, in the uh, 5.30 block. Uh, but um, let's head to the guest line. Join us on the program. Does a great job for SI Now. Uh, he's been at the Senior Bowl all week. Uh, again, he, he covers the Saints. Again, home and away. He's at the facility. John Hendricks joins us on the program. John, how are you? Hey, Eric. Doing okay. How about yourself? Doing great, John. Thanks for being with us. Certainly appreciate your time. Before we get started, tell the folks everything you're involved in. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, uh, go over on Saints News Network. So Saints.media is the best way to find me. And then do a podcast with Terrence Copper on Believe Podcast Network. It's Believe in Saints. That's the best thing I can tell you right now these days. <laughs> right. 
Well, first of all, uh, because we haven't spoken to you since the end of the season, uh, and, and of course the uh, uh, the fact that Sean Payton uh, stepped down. What are your thoughts on um, first the Payton legacy, and then I want to get into um, I want to get into uh, uh, the uh, the situation with uh, again who may be the next head coach. But first of all, Payton's legacy. Yeah, look, I mean, you know, you can't say enough good things about Sean Payton. I mean, you know, I I was just fortunate to be able to cover him. You know, that's what I would tell you that. Um, you know, he's got a great legacy and, and in fact that he got to left the leave on his terms was really kind of really good and fitting for Sean. And, you know, look, if he returns to coaching, that's going to be something to see. Um, you know, I think he's going to enjoy this year off and he may end up like a Tony Dungy or a Bill Cowher and maybe not come back, but, you know, I mean, coaching is in his blood and, you know, maybe he gets to a point where these TV guys pay him a, a, a pretty penny and, he doesn't want to come back. And so, but, you know, look, speaking about Peyton in New Orleans, um, you know, his legacy with the Saints, I mean, it's, it's all intact. I mean, his franchise is winning his coach, Super Bowl trophy. I mean, he's got the pettiness to go along with it that everybody loved him for. And, you know, look, um, it's a crazy thing that you lose Drew Brees one offseason and then now you lose Sean Peyton another offseason. And so, man, it's a, an interesting time in New Orleans right now for this team. Um, Sean's meant a lot to the city, the, the whole entire franchise, um, just the Gulf Coast region, just everything that he's done and left his mark for sure. And look, um, you know, being at that press conference for him, you know, it was very somber. I don't want to say somber, but like it was just very uh, a good atmosphere, just took the time to say the right things. And clearly he had made some uh, adjustments to make sure he didn't get emotional for that particular press conference. But you know, there's nobody like Sean Payton out there. And, you know, um, the next guy's got a lot of shoes to fill or big shoes to fill when they come in for the Saints. They uh, interviewed Doug Peterson. He's taking the Jacksonville job now. Uh, they've interviewed Brian Flores. Uh, also, again, uh, Aaron Glenn, former uh, defensive back and also defensive back coach uh, for, the, for the Saints. Now, again, the defensive coordinator for the Lions. Uh, they, they interviewed Dennis Allen and, and, uh, and Darren Rizzi uh, yesterday. Um, supposedly that today they've interviewed Eric Bieniemy. They, they, they've supposedly reached out to Byron Leftridge about possibly uh, interviewing him. Of all, and of course, uh, you know, uh, we've heard about you know the fact that uh, at least this is what's coming out of the, the, the we hear coming out of the uh, organization. They'd like to stay in house if they can, but obviously they're doing their due diligence to be able to find out you know what's out there. What do you think about the interviews they've done though so far? And of course, who may be uh, ultimately the Saints' next head coach? Yeah, look, I go back to what Mickey Loomis said the other week, and look, they want to make sure that they take their time and get this thing right. And, you know, Loomis, uh, contrary to popular belief around the national media, you know, the Saints have no intention of blowing this thing up. You know, I, I would tell you that they're going to look to compete. They want to compete. They want to be aggressive. They want to get a good quarterback in here. They're going to have to do some real player evaluations and get better at certain positions. But, you know, look, I, I would tell you that, you know, of the candidates, I think they want to go somewhere to where they have some experience there. Um, you know, again, nothing wrong with, with some of these other perspectives because they could get blown away by somebody like a, a left witch or the enemy or, you know, even Aaron Glenn, but I don't think it's Glenn's time yet. Um, but, you know, I, it, it's, it's just one of those things where you look at this roster, where this team is, um, where they might be going. And, and I think you got to go with some experience. And so I think for me, Dennis Allen's always been that front runner, right? And I thought Doug Peterson was very interesting. Sure. 
um, Brian too. Flores, you know, I'm sure he's he's a guy that, mm-hmm. you know, even despite all the stuff that's come out, uh, Mickey Loomis said he was extremely impressive and he did very well in his interview process. And so, he's a heck of a coach, right, John? Yeah, he's, he's a heck of a coach. And I mean, to, to lead Miami back from one and seven to almost making the playoffs or just barely missing the playoffs, I mean, that's that doesn't come just by chance. you got to get your players bought right. in because the players could have mailed it in just as, as soon as, you know, they got to that bottom of the barrel. So, for me, I, I still think it's Dennis Allen. I think that's the direction mm-hmm. they go. Allows them to promote from within for a defensive coordinator if they wanted to. And who do you um, think that you is? Know, just, I, I think right now it seems like it might be Chris Richard or Ryan Nielsen. Okay. Richard's gotten a lot of interest if if that does happen. And so I think the biggest question they got to answer is how how comfortable do they feel with Pete Carmichael calling the plays and running the offense? Because you know you get an offensive-minded coach, things could change. And I think Flores mm-hmm. is more along the lines of what you get, like, with Dennis Allen, kind of that defensive mind. So, um, you know, I think that's why D.A. kind of makes it a little bit, you know, the most sense unless you decide you want to go offense and get somebody like a B enemy or a left witch. And, you know, I, I think the only counterpoint to left witch, which, again, he still hasn't <laughs> – from everything I understand, it's kind of like they're dragging their feet there. So, mm-hmm. um, but if you put somebody like left witch there – Dennis Allen beat him a few times and had bested right. his offense. So I think that's the only thing that I would be a little bit concerned if, if I was DA and, you know, they picked left, which over him. Right. I, I think that I mean, maybe we're 100% wrong. You know, we could be way off on this. But just the vibe you get is that, again, they, they want to be able to, um, to, bring, to, to be able to hire from within and, and that they feel comfortable with Dennis Allen, uh, that uh, ultimately they feel like, again, the culture will stay intact. You know, I've talked about it. The, the, the top end of that culture is the, those guys are over 30, uh, those leaders. Uh, you know, can you sustain that? Can you continue to pass that down? And then can you do that without having, again, the stature of a coach like Sean Payton uh, in that building uh, for the last 16 years and what he brought to the table? Again, the culture started with him, obviously instilled by Breeze and then passed on to generation of leaders uh, throughout that team. Neither one of those guys are there now. Can it be sustained without those guys? Yeah, I think so, and I think that a lot of people are going to have to step up. You know, I mean, DeMario Davis is the guy that comes to mind, and he's always been a, a very vocal leader and a very well-respected guy. But, you know, mm-hmm. somebody like a Teron Armstead, you got to figure out what you're going to do with him. He's set sure. to be a free agent, and he's going to have $13 million in dead money coming. So you got to figure out, are you going to be able to make him keep him? Because I know Peyton made it a point to kind of praise his leadership and, and everything on his way out, which is kind of interesting. And so – um, between that and, you know, Cam Jordan's still a guy out there that you do. And you're going to have to get some of these younger guys that are around it to, to be that vocal leader. And, look, I, I think they have enough there to sustain it. And, um, you know, I think they have plenty there to sustain it, honestly. Mm-hmm. And so I, I think what they've got to figure out is, you know, it's not going to be Peyton's brand of football anymore. And, you know, mm-hmm. again, it I think that's somewhat exciting in some aspects. But, you know, you're going to have to rely on some of those players and you know, to, to get – uh, get the most out of them and you know Sean was a players coach I mean he you, you did a good job he'd hold you he'd give you a little bit of praise you didn't do a good job <laughs> you knew it and you were gonna you got the wrath of Peyton right <laughs> exactly so <laughs> and so I think that's the same way that whoever comes in as a head coach they don't have to reinvent the wheel um mm-hmm. you know maybe they don't have as much control as Peyton did um, but I think whoever's going to come in, they get a fair shot because they're going to inherit a heck of a roster. And I feel like, you know, with the way things played out with Tom Brady retiring, you know, the Saints, if they get a good quarterback and can upgrade some of these pass-catching woes, 
they could presumably keep the division under wraps for at least a couple of years. I'm with you. I agree 100. percent They got to figure out what they're going to do at quarterback, uh, what the system is going to be. Um, the receiver position is not going to be that hard to upgrade. Uh, there's some really good receivers that are going to be out there in free agency. Uh, the draft again, once again, has a lot of good receivers there. Uh, so again, you can if Michael Thomas comes back healthy, and again he's got his head on straight. You add another veteran uh, again, then Callaway and and Hardy go to your third and fourth options, and then you know you get another veteran in here and, and then a rookie. Hopefully again that's a that's an instant impact type player. And then all of a sudden again you you know you got five pretty good players that are that are that are uh, in that wide receiver core. I do think you need to uh, get a veteran tight end, and and they need to need help at running back as well. They need a young back, maybe in the mold of an Ingram uh, that that can. That, uh, a physical back that can catch the ball at the backfield, uh, run the ball, you know, because he's getting along uh, along in age, and they need to take some pressure off Alvin Kamara. Yeah, I would tend to agree there for sure because you know, look, I, I think Tony Jones Jr. was really impressive in camp, and he had a good preseason. But man, during the regular season, we really didn't see much of that. And you know, even with Alvin getting hurt, and Mark did what he could, but Mark got hurt. And the thing is, you always have to have a solid backup plan, and then that backup plan you have to have a good backup plan I mean you saw that what happened to the offensive line and so I'm definitely with you I think a running back would help um, because it's always running back by committee mostly across the NFL and as far as wide receiver position and tight end you know look you look at the great teams out there the Travis Kelsey uh, George Kittles all those uh, Mark Andrews those guys that can change it Saints don't have that. We thought Adam Troutman was going to make the leap. He didn't. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Jawan Johnson, I, maybe it was more of the inconsistency at quarterback play. And then Nick Vanette, he looked pretty good too. But, you know, that's an area where I feel like mostly you, you get brought in besides Jimmy Graham. You were a blocking tight end first in Sean Payton's scheme, and then pass catching was a premium. So, look, mm-hmm. I think I agree with you that they got to get better at that spot and Wide receiver-wise, you know, I'm, I'm okay with if Callaway is not three, you know, put him down to four, or, you know, get right. a, a free sure. agent and a rookie receiver to push the competition. I think you need both. You cannot. You cannot get by with Kenny Stills and Kevin White and all these practice Amen. ball guys. I'm Amen. sorry, it's not going to work. It's just not going to work. <laughs> I'm with you. Amen to that. Now, look, you were in the Senior Bowl this week. Uh, you had a chance to see the quarterbacks. You had a chance to see the receivers. Let me go through the quarterbacks. Kenny Pickett, Sam Howell, uh, Malik Willis, Desmond Re- uh, 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 Ritter, um, uh, uh, also um, Carson Strong, and uh, um, Bailey Zappi. Uh, who impressed you when, when you were watching practice? I think the one that stood out the most to me was Willis. You know, I think he handled himself extremely well in, in, in the interview process. I liked what he had to say about his game comparing himself that he mirrors himself off of uh, Matt Ryan, Aaron Rodgers, and Russell Wilson, and just kind of taking bits and pieces there. And look, I think he's an exciting prospect to, to watch. And so I, I, I thought I was going to see a little bit more from Kitty Pickett, Sam Howell, not as bad too. And um, you know, but again, and I think Bailey Zapp had a pretty good yesterday too. And so look, I, I think there's a lot of um, promise there. I, I personally could tell you, I don't think, the Saints would draft a quarterback at 18. I just don't think that would be a smart play, especially with the roster that they have. But, man, I'll tell you, it's going to be interesting to see where Willis falls and, you know, what he does on the next level because he has a potential to really blow it up. Um, you know, you're, you're like the fourth person I've spoken with on and off the air that, again, really likes uh, Willis and thinks that he's gonna, he might be the cream of the crop coming out this year. Yeah, look, I think the sky's the limit for this guy. and not, I expect Kenny Pickett to do extremely well, but I think mm-hmm. Willis is one of those guys that, 
just up and coming, a, a big steady riser. You know, you look at him and how he handles himself and just his kind of abilities that he does have. I mean, he's still going to have some question marks. And, and just like anybody, there's no such thing as a sure thing prospect. And so, look, he's going to have to figure things out on the next level. There's a learning curve there. All about the fit for him. And uh, as long as yes. he can get something good, I think he could do pretty well. But, you know, again, if you're going to say, is he a Justin Herbert? Is he a... Uh, Joe Burrow, or is, is he going to be a Patrick Mahomes type player? That remains to be seen. But you know, I would I would say that I don't know about any of these receivers or a quarterback to come in that would be able to have that type of height of impact that somebody like Herbert did when he first came on. Now, again, did you get a chance to maybe take a hard look at the wide receiver position? Anyone stick out to you in practice this week? Yeah, look, I liked Alec Pierce, wide receiver from Cincinnati. I thought he was really good. Um, you know, I like Roberson. I liked a lot of the receivers. You know, some of them had their fair shares of struggle. But I, I, for me, I got to talk to Alec Pierce a little bit, too. He's kind of more, you know, in college, he wanted to make sure. He was more of like a vertical deep threat. But guy's mm-hmm. tall. He's working on his route tree. I think he could be a good mid-round pick. Um, but, you know, look, I was I was really wanting to see Jahan Dotson from Penn State. But then again, I've seen his film. So I know how, <laughs> how good he can be for the next level. Right. And so – I really think that this class of receivers, you know, um, you look at Calvin Austin and Vilas Jones, Ontario Drummond from Ole Miss was mm-hmm. good. Um, you know, I would think that Dobbs, another one was good too. So, look, I, I'm interested because this is going to be another really deep receiver class. And, yes. again, the Saints are in a spot. Really, I don't think you can you, – you can't sit here and say, let me take a day three guy and think that they're going to start for you. you got to do pull the trigger in day one, day two – there's a premier bit of talent to be able to upgrade your roster, and there's a lot of guys that are going to be really, really highly sought. It's what has come back to haunt them over the last few years. So many great receivers over the last three wide receiver drafts. A lot of those guys local, a lot of those guys in the Southeastern Conference, we see a lot of them, uh, but, never, but across the board, and, and, and the Saints taking flyers in the late rounds on, on, on players or not at all. No, I agree with you. It's got to be a priority this year. Yeah, look, and again, this is the part where you have to look at it and just say, okay, well, you know, Mike Thomas, everything I understand, he's, he's ready to go. He, I don't think you're not going to see him get traded. I would really be surprised if somebody reports that he wants out or trade. I, I think he's yeah, ready to come true. back and improve some things. And whoever the quarterback is, that remains to be seen. But – you know, I think everything's good there on that front. And then as far as your number two and three, you got to figure that out. And again, I wouldn't be upset with Callaway being a three and Harris being a four, but or Hardy being right. a four. But I still think that they can go in free agency and get somebody. They could get a Michael Gallup. They could get a Chris Godwin. I mean, there is mm-hmm. a lot of receivers that are going to be open on this market too. And so that'll be interesting to see how the movement goes there. Um, and then I, I would say you still got a draft too. And I could see him taking a lot of positions at 18th overall. Um, mm-hmm. You know, most, mostly on the offensive side of the ball. But, man, you know, you've got to get at least two receivers. And if it's two free agent receivers, I'm okay with that. But you've got to get at least two really solid options between free agency and the draft to be able to just feel – because I look too much at, at teams like the Cowboys or teams like uh, the Bucks. I mean, you have a mm-hmm. trio of stars, and you just look at the Saints roster and the receivers. I mean, no disrespect, but they just don't stack up. Even right. if Thomas was on there, there still wouldn't be a, mm-hmm. team, a, a, a group that would be taken seriously, and that's something that they've really got to fix and evaluate better. 
John, I agree with you. And look, Breeze is not here anymore. Okay, Breeze made the made made an ordinary receiver better. Okay, he's not that that yeah. guy is not here anymore. So again, you've got to upgrade the talent there. Matter of fact, I believe it's got to be an offensive draft. You know, look, yes, you have to make a decision at at, at the free safety position. If you don't uh, re-sign uh, Williams at that point, maybe maybe you're going in the draft and getting someone. Um, but uh, I think for the most part, you got to show you got to show up the offense. You've you've been concentrating on the defense these last few years. Uh, you got to backfill that offensive line. You don't know what's going to happen, as you mentioned, with Teron Armstead. Uh, you know, uh, Ruiz did not have a good year this year at the guard position. And then, of course, we talked about tight end, wide receiver, and quarterback, and even running back. So, to me, it's got to be an offensive draft. Yeah, I agree. And defensively, you don't have as many decisions as you have to make. The biggest thing is, are you going to franchise tag Marcus Williams, or can you get a, a deal done with him? Mm-hmm. And then you just got to figure out what you're going to do with Quan Alexander. I, I think he's priced himself a good market for the free agency. I think he's probably seven to nine million dollar a year range. I, I don't mm-hmm. think the Saints can afford that. I think it's Pete Warner that would step in and, and be able to to take his reps, take his role. And yes. you know, I'd love to have Quan back on defense, but you don't have as many holes. And offense, you mentioned it. You know, I'm okay with getting a better tight end. I think offensive line, you got to figure out are you going to replace Armstead. You should have Pete back. What are you going to do with Andres Pete and his contract? And, you know, does that make Calvin Throckmorton more appealing guy if you put somebody on, uh, like if you say Pete goes to the right side instead over Ruiz? And, and, you know, there's just all these things you could play out a little bit. They've got to get a left tackle, that's for sure. And even if you Mm -hmm. do bring back Armstead, you have to have a solid backup option. You have to have an A and B option. You touched on, you know, another running back for sure, and you've got to get your quarterback situation figured out, which still, you know, even if, if Peyton were around, I think that would have made him a shoe-in to, to try to pursue Russell Wilson. But Me now too. I don't know what's going to happen there, but, mm-hmm. you know, it's going to be important to get this coaching thing right. And, uh, you know, there's going to be a lot of quarterbacks that should probably be available, and so I'm interested to see which one they go. Because I think, well, again, like I said, they're not going to – I would I would be shocked – if they take a quarterback at number 18 or they trade mm-hmm. up for one, I just don't think that's the direction they want to go with this roster is to, you know, have somebody come that's fresh out the box and, and to lead this offense. they got to get some pro bowler, somebody who's been proven to, to run this, this team. I think they're going with a veteran. I don't have a problem with them bringing in, a, a, you know, drafting someone and then grooming that 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 player at all. As far as the, the offensive line, look, Ramshack can always move to the left side. He had his knee cleaned out. Supposedly they say he's going to be good to go. You you, you still got Hurst on on, on the uh, on the team. You got Landon Young, who you drafted last year. Uh, you know, to me, again, the interior is the one where you have the question mark. Pete's contract is, is too prohibitive to be able to get rid of this year. There's no other way. You can't you can't eat that kind of dead money this year. And then of course Ruiz. You He's got to figure out again whether he's a center or a guard. Uh, as far as Quan goes, man, I just think that it's such a fit here in New Orleans. You know, maybe he goes for the money, and, and, but again, to me, both him and P.J. Williams have found such a niche in this offense that uh, for the betterment of their careers, longevity of their careers, being here is probably better for them. But again, both guys might, again, look, looking at the contract, short, short term of uh, being in the NFL, both guys might go for the money. Yeah, look, and, and as far as P.J. Williams, I'm glad you brought him up because I believe he's played himself to, to do way better than just a year-to-year contract. And so I could see them, you know, giving him a multi-year deal and paying him about 4 or $5 million a year, you know, maybe with some of that with incentives. And then Quan, you know, I think if you can get him back at 5 maybe pushing a 6 if you can get it with incentives is, is not a bad price tag to have him at. But, you know, again, um, 
I know other teams are going to be interested in those guys. And, you know, look, I, I don't, I wouldn't say Malcolm Jenkins would be a guy that retires. Uh, and again, he's still a voice and leader on this team, but you know, um, that's going to be one to watch too, because, uh, you know, I, I think he can still play at a high level and still do extremely well, but you know, that's also on Malcolm. Does he want to keep mm-hmm. going and uh, right. the new coach and all this other stuff? And, you know, that, that's something to figure out. And if he goes, then, you know, PJ Williams bringing back is a no brainer um, because I think way, CD Deuce plays, and you know uh, CJ Gardner Johnson. You got to keep him yep. doing the slot, and he's so valuable to this team. And I would start Agreed. talking extension with him right now. <laughs> yeah, wow, yeah, that's, that's he's 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 one of those cornerstones, no doubt about it. Uh, the other thing you got to figure out is what's going to happen with Marcus Davenport. This is the year where again you make a break. Uh, it's going to be next year as a contract is his fifth year. Um, um, you know, to me, when he's healthy, uh, you know, he's as good as anyone. The problem is he's he's, he's rarely healthy. Yeah, and I think that's been the biggest problem. And, you know, you look at last year, it was kind of a fluke, but, you know, Peyton Turner got hurt and you never heard from him again. Tano Passignal got hurt. And, I mean, these guys coming in, the pass rush was actually supposed to be the best, one of the best parts Mm -hmm. of the team. And, you know, going into week seven to Seattle, this team only had eight sacks. And, you know, Davenport comes back and him and Cam were pretty much doing all the damage. And, I mean, they just did a phenomenal job. And I think that's what's encouraging is you did it without two of your big key players rushing the passer and so I think it could be even better this year and Davenport you know I mean this guy was a monster when he was in the lineup and look he battled yes. through some injuries he battled through some things but you can't deny the fact that they look completely different with Davenport in the picture playing on that fifth year tag mm-hmm. um you know contract years that's always an interesting thing and so maybe they look at a long-term fix for him because you know I was always a belief when they got Peyton Turner it was more of a, a, a Cam Jordan replacement, not a market. I, I agree with that. Replacement. But again, Cam ended up showing and playing some of his best football, mm-hmm. and that's another contract you got to figure out. I, I don't think they would go apart from him, but I think that yep. there's a sweet spot to be made, and you know he has a chance to break Ricky Jackson's record, and so I think he's, he's if he can be a Saint for the rest the whole entire career, then he's, he'd be happy with that. Yeah, and then again, another another salary cap situation. You don't want to let him go because then you're eating that dead money over the next two years as well, especially when he's still got something left in the tank. Final question for you. You've got about two minutes left. Uh, who's the next quarterback for the Saints? Is it Jameis Winston? Is it a Teddy Bridgewater? Or, or, or are, they, are they trading for Garoppolo or Carr? Or are they bringing in uh, one of these young guys and, and allowing, that, allowing that guy to be able to, again, uh, you know, start right out the box? Although I don't think that's going to happen. Yeah, I'd say this first is that I, I don't know if Taysom Hill is going to be ready in week one. That's the first thing I'd tell you with the list Frank injury. So you've got Ian Book and Blake Portals. Those are probably aren't the real, realistic desirable options. But, uh, you know, I think Jameis makes the most sense. I just remember how eager he was to work with Mike Thomas, and I think he was figuring things out. And it's a shame he got hurt. And I wouldn't mind this, this team coming with Jameis, and you get a pretty good, friendly deal with him, and then uh, he, it allows you to be more flexible in spending with high-end receivers, you know, if you reunite him with the Chris Godwin, I mean, that would be amazing, really. And so get him some upgraded talent. But, you know, look, I think they're going to do their due diligence to look at these quarterbacks to figure out if they can pull something off for Russell Wilson or try to get, you know, if it's a mid-tier guy, like if it's a Derek Carr or Jimmy G, um, you know, I don't know if I think those are the guys that can get them over the hump and do everything they need and want to accomplish because I think it's got to be the elite guys. I mean, you look at the playoffs – you know, Patrick Mahomes doing what he did and even Matt Stafford coming to life and just Joe Burrow. I mean, you got to have a quarterback that's 
super, super talented. Uh, Josh Allen even, too. Uh, uh, of course, not forget him. But you need a quarterback that can play up on that level, and there's not many that can do it right now. Um, and so I say, I say swing for the fences because if you trade your first or your next year's uh, first rounder and this year's first rounder, you're really not losing much because look at the history. It's Cesar Ruiz and Peyton Turner. I don't think you're missing much if you trade away those first rounders. But you are an 18 right now where you've been, been drafting later. So this might be a, the draft where you strike and be able to try to get some 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 talent. So we'll see how that plays out. Uh, John, always a great job. Always enjoy having you on the program. Once again, tell the folks how they can follow you on social media and everything you're involved in. Absolutely. Definitely uh, follow me on social at John J. Hendricks. Hendricks just like Jimmy. And check all our work out at Saints.media. Put a lot of videos up from the Senior Bowl, just some reactions, different things to coach, uh, a coaching perspective, and, and check out the podcast, Believe in Saints. Really cool stuff, hosting uh, alongside Terrence Copper. He's got some invaluable knowledge that I think everybody should hear about. He actually was tabbed to um, go to the scouting combine, actually, as a, a kind of like an assistant program, assistant coach program by the Saints. So really look forward to seeing what he is able to do. And as a coach, um, real knowledgeable, but check it out on Believe in Saints. Thank you, my friend. Appreciate it very much. Thank you. Appreciate it, Eric. All righty, that's uh, John Hendricks. Hey, folks, don't forget about Southern Tire. Look, the, the streets are wet, right? And, and look, I tell you this all the time. If, you're, if your tires can't handle the wet streets of New Orleans, uh, again, tire siping is the answer. At Southern Tire, they're your tire siping ex- experts. Tire siping will improve your gas mileage, your traction on wet surfaces, and in the summer, when you have the dog, day, dog days of summer, it'll handle the tire heat that you're getting here in the New Orleans summer. Uh, again, one of the few places that you can get your tire siped is, is over at, at Southern Tire. they got the state-of-the-art equipment to be able to do that for you. It's a quick and easy process and extend the life of your tires. If you're having problems stopping on with your vehicle, again, tire siping may be the answer for you. You get over at Southern Tire. Hickory airline in Metairie, Monday through Friday from 8 to 6, Saturday from 8 to 3, 504-737-1558 is the phone number. Go to southerntire.com, find out all the services they provide for their customers, including, again, a section on tire siping. Again, owned by the Piazza family since 1972, it's Southern Tire, Hickory Airline in Metairie. If you were raised up right, right. you're one of us. 1061 Nash Icon has Luke Bryan tickets every, every day. Sunrise, sunburn, sunburn. Luke Bryan at the Smoothie King Center in August, and Nash Icon is sending you there. That's my kind of night. Want tickets? A pair could be yours every weekday while you work. Get the code to text from Scott Innes anytime between 10 and 4. When you have it, text it to 68255. Luke Bryan tickets every day. Only from New Orleans Country Giant. Shake it for 1061 Nash Icon. This report is sponsored by the Ad Council. Attention thrifters. Those awesome finds you get at Goodwill are even awesomer than you realize. Because as a nonprofit, Goodwill uses your purchases to fund job training and more in our neighborhoods. Learn more at goodwill.org. Sponsored by the Ad Council. Delays are solid if you're traveling along 10 eastbound from the 310 to Veterans. And delays pick back up on 10 eastbound from just past City Park to the high rise. 10 westbound, your delays are steady for more leans to Canal. And delays pick back up 10 westbound right at Clearview. If you're traveling along the 610 on the eastbound side, delays are solid from St. Bernard to the 10610 merge. Look out for delays if you're traveling along the eastbound side of the West Bank Expressway, the Crescent City Connection, and the Pontchartrain Expressway. 
from Lafayette Street to the O'Keefe Howard Avenue exit on the westbound side of the Pontchartrain Expressway. Your delays remain heavy from the Claiborne Earhart exit to the St. Charles Carondelet exit on the westbound side of the West Bank Expressway. Your delays are steady from just past Ames Boulevard to Avondale. Look out for delays on the 310 on the southbound side from just before St. Rose to the Luling Hornville exit. I'm at Robinson Broadcasting from the Attorney Mike Bradner Traffic Center. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory. 467 Hickory Avenue, open seven days a week, offering a creative menu of all your New Orleans favorites. Fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soup, salads, daily specials, and a Sunday brunch. Contemporary Creole cuisine, great southern dishes. Check out our menu online at bienvenueharahan.com. Dine indoors or outdoors? Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan. Sportspeed is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them, two steak nights. Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice filets. Friday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice ribeyes. Private room available. Sportspeed is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportspeed Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff, and all the sports you can have. If you ever have any problems with your air conditioner heating system, you want someone who will be there to help right away. Take it from me, Eric Asher. When it comes to repair, there's no one I trust more than my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Burkhardt provides emergency repairs for any brand of cooling and heating system, and you can call them anytime. The team has years of experience, and they know how to get you up and running fast. So when you need help with your AC or heating system, you want someone who will be there right away. Visit Burkhardt at acpromise.com, acpromise.com, and tell them Eric sent you. So you're sitting in traffic on I-10, tired of your long work day, and you're dreading cooking dinner for the family. So where's the place you should think of? Oceana Grill. And get ready to indulge your palate with the flavor it deserves. From blackened bayou duck to our signature barbecue shrimp, we know how to get you asking for more. Whether it's sitting outside or in our courtyard or kicking back at one of our indoor, unique, vibrant dining rooms, Oceana can make you feel right at home with our friendly staff and our naturally New Orleans cuisine. Oceana Grill, 739 Conti, in the heart of the fun, 8 a.m. to 1 a.m. daily. We know what you're missing in your kitchen. Oceana Grill. Don't forget about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, especially if you're in the market for a generator. Financing of over generators, you can pay it over time. The new install quality check after one month is what they do for all their customers, everything they install. And, of course, at Burkhardt, now that the, the generators are starting to move now, right? Again, they're coming from the, from the factory, and, and, uh, and they, they have them to install. You can get it on the calendar for a single-day install, and they will install it on that day. 24-7, 365 emergency service. A warehouse fully stocked with all the parts you need for your generator. Generator sales and service is Burkhardt. That's acpromise.com. ACPromise.com. All right, this is the William Grant family. It's still Friday extravaganza. Thanks to uh, John Hendricks for joining us on the program. Uh, and he went a little long, too. Uh, I was glad to have him. That was a really good conversation about the New Orleans Saints. He does a great job in, in covering the Saints as well. Um, do want to uh, want to mention something? Mike Vazan showed me, uh, sent me something a little bit earlier that I think uh, everybody would be interested in. 
Uh, breaking news, this is from Go 24-7. LSU's made history today, uh, becoming the first college team to achieve near-unanimous team participation in the recently announced Fanatics One Team Partner branded jersey. These customized Nike jerseys will be featured with, uh, with the name and number of every student-athlete who opts into the program, and they'll be able to purchase uh, prior to the 2022 season. Uh, the players will be compensated for each of the jersey sales. Uh, so, again, that's something new here uh, that's going to be launched by LSU that, again, will help them in terms of, again, getting money into the hands of um, student-athletes. So that was just that was just broke by 24-7. And uh, I don't know if you heard it today, but the Clippers traded Eric Bledsoe, Justice Winslow, uh, Keon Johnson, and a future number two to Portland for Robert Covington and Norman Powell. Covington and Powell have been mentioned in possible players that maybe the, the Pelicans may be interested in. It also indicates that C.J. McCollum is going to be moved now. Um, look, his cap number uh, is a prorated $30 million for this year, $33 million next year, 35.8 the following year. He's 31 years old. I mean, that's CP3 type money. Uh, CP3 is making about $30 million a year over the next four years. Um, I love McCollum's game, okay? And he can help the Pels even if Zion returns. The question is, what is the cost? And that's what I've been talking about all week long. Um, you know, is it Hayes, Nikhil Alexander-Walker, or any of these young assets? If it is, I would pass, okay? Uh, if they want a guy like Josh Hart, I would pass. Now, if they're willing to take, uh, you know, a De- uh, Deontay Graham, uh, Saturnowski, Temple, and then some of the Bucks and Lakers' uh, first-round picks, I'm all in, okay? I'm all in on that. But I would not be giving up on the young players, okay? I just would not. Hayes, Nikhil Alexander-Walker, Jones, Murphy, even if it misses, means missing the playoffs and being in the lottery again at this point, not giving up on the young talent. All four have upside, okay? I've talked about it before. Um, you know, Nikhil Alexander-Walker, two years at Virginia Tech. Uh, Hayes, one year at Texas. Uh, they're obviously having a value to other teams. Other teams are asking about them. So if other teams are asking about your young players, obviously they believe they have talent as well. Look, both guys have had three coaches in three years. That's going to stymie the, the growth of any young player. Okay, and they had minimal college experience. All four of those players I mentioned are, again, um, inexpensive against the cap, which gives the team flexibility to make deals and to add a big salary, even if it isn't McCollum this time around. So, you know, I, I cannot see this, and I, and I would hope that Griff would not uh, be allowed to trade the young assets to try to get into the play-in tournament to be able to save, save his job. Look, he's already got a built-in excuse, right? Zion has missed, missed uh, almost the entire season and may miss the entire season. Uh, as much as I really want the Pelicans to go to the, po- the postseason, let me say this right now. Look at the standings, okay? They're two and a half games out of the 10th spot, and Portland is selling, okay? So they're going to drop out of the 10th spot eventually. So it looks like they're tanking. So they're right there without Zion. If he comes back, he can put them over the top, okay? Look, they have to continue to improve, and they are improving un- un- under green. We see these young players improving under green. Uh, and-, and this team can improve without giving up these young assets, Look, to me, again, picks, uh, I have no problem with giving away. Graham, Saturnowski, Temple, that's fine. You want to make the money work. Okay, but, uh, but again, if that doesn't work, I'm fine with another lottery pick if it, if it means having to give up these young assets. And that's just where I'm at when it comes to the Pels. When it comes to the Saints, we talked a little bit about it with, um, uh, with, uh, we talked a little bit about it with uh, John Hendricks um, for the quarterback position. I stand by when I said, okay, there's not a lot of, and I thought the playoffs played that out. There's not a lot of, not, not a, lot of um, uh, difference between Jimmy G, 
Derek Carr and Jameis Winston, okay? Carr and, 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 and Jimmy Garoppolo will cost picks to acquire. If, if a healthy Winston uh, it comes back to New Orleans, he knows the system, he, and again, he knows the staff, okay, if that staff is, re, is retained as, ex, as expected. So why give up draft capital at maybe 18 for Carr or Jimmy Garoppolo? I mean, it doesn't make sense. Bring Winston back at a mutually friendly deal, draft a young quarterback this year or next year, okay, and, and then see how it goes. Now, if there is a bidding war, as I was talking to Mike Vazan about earlier today, for Jameis Winston, well, the Saints can't overpay. You can't overpay for Jameis Winston because, we, again, we have no idea who Jameis Winston is yet. We think we know, but we don't know. They may have to pivot to a Teddy Bridgewater, who, again, knows the system if the current staff is retained. Look, I've been told by multiple sources that, again, he's, he's liked in the building and beloved in the locker room. Does that mean they're going to take him back? Who knows? But let's say this. I think we all realize at this point, not having Sean Payton on that sidelines, that the Saints have lost their ability to kind of woo maybe a, a, a Russell Wilson or an Aaron Rodgers. That's over. The, the next question is, Ronald Curry, is he a good enough quarterback coach going forward without Payton here? Is Carmichael going to be good enough without Payton and Breeze here when it comes to you know game, uh, 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 game planning, innovator, play caller, making adjustments on the fly? We don't have any idea. That's never happened yet, right? Remember, again, the year Peyton was suspended, Carmichael had Breeze. Won't have Breeze this time around. And I stand by my opinion, folks. Saints are not that far away from being Super Bowl contenders and winning the South. I think it's wide open next year. But they've got to find a competent quarterback as soon as this coaching search is over. I don't know how many people saw last night, shifting gears here, uh, the, um, the, situation that, um, the situation that ultimately – uh, happened on uh, with the investigative report with uh, with Lee Zurich on Fox 8 last night. Who does a great job, by the way. Uh, and I, I teased it yesterday, didn't I, when I was talking about crime. I said, look, got to watch Lee tonight. He's got, he's got an investigative report coming up. 885 701 releases in 2021. Criminals that were arrested for murders, armed robbery, carjacking, burglary. 885 criminals who were released because the district attorney couldn't charge them within 60 days. Uh, when they were in jail, or 150 days when they were out on bond. Okay, now we've been down this road before post-Katrina, right? Former District Car- uh, Attorney Leon Canizero fixed the process. We had we got too many 701 releases in this, in, in this town. But yet, District Attorney Williams has allowed criminals arrested for violent crimes and domestic abuse back on the streets. No consequences for their actions, okay? Terrorizing our city. Okay, no consequences. 885 701 releases in 2021 and 22 already in the month of January. Now, look, Williams can talk around it all he wants, okay? Okay, but he and his office are part of the problem right now, okay? He actually said the delay of his office getting to the 701 releases because they go over every single case. I mean, really? The district attorney before him, okay, uh, was able to do it and get through it. He made an excuse that Canazero was accepted 90% of his cases. The cases, and that, and that his, his, his uh, administration only, uh, the, only uh, accepts some of the cases. Like, that was a bad thing of getting violent criminals off the street. Canazero was accepted 90% of the cases, and he had in 2016 3701 releases. 2017, 6701 releases. 2018, 133. 2019, 127. Okay. And then uh, in 2020, uh, 127, 885 701 releases in 2021. When you start talking about 
um, Williams's administration, and is accepting less cases. He and he still can't find the the, the time to charge criminals in in sixty to one hundred fifty days. So then they're back on the street committing more crimes and in a lot of cases violent crimes. Now look, I, I have a long memory, folks. Jason Williams used his position as councilman at large, okay, to again try to destroy Canizero so he could run for district attorney, okay. But he isn't up to the task to be DA. He's over his head. It's being proven out okay, every single day. He's a big part of the revolving door on Tulane and Broad. And I warned everyone that electing a defense attorney who was representing gang members as your next district attorney was a mistake. So how do you like him now? Okay? Look, the voters are at fault here Okay, for not making better choices in the voting booth. That has been the overriding theme through all of this. Okay? Let this sink in, folks. 885 criminals let back on the street without being tried for their crimes, okay? They got a free pass because the district attorney wouldn't charge them in 60 to 150 days. That's incompetence, and that's a danger to each and every one of us. That's the issues we're dealing with right now. And thank God somebody like Lee Zirk is out there investigating this to bring this to the forefront, okay? We thought we had the 701 release problem solved. 885 last year? Give me a break here, man. Give me a break. And you wonder why the streets of New Orleans are unsafe? That's part of the reason why. That's part of the reason why. All right. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back. We're going to wrap up the show. Again, don't forget it is the William Grant family. It's still this Friday extravaganza. And, of course, Burkhardt, if you've got problems with the heating system over the next few days, when, when, again, we're getting really, really cold temperatures, Burkhardt is there for you. They're going to replace that heating system if you need, so, need it. Or, again, if you need it just a repair, they'll be there doing only the work that's necessary. 15 trucks in the field, 30-minute courtesy call before they come to your home or your business. Truly a company you can trust. It's Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. That's acpromise.com, acpromise.com. Hi, Eric Ash with celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Oppenheim. If you're in the market for a quality used car, come visit us at Southern Tire Auto Sales. We have a large selection of pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs for every taste and budget. Every pre-owned vehicle on the lot has been carefully inspected for safety and quality. At Southern Tire Auto Sales, we'll only sell you the best used vehicles and we'll never sell you something we wouldn't buy ourselves. Financing is available. Hickory and Airline and Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. Mambo's, 411 Bourbon Street. Three floors of incredible dining in what might be the most beautiful restaurant on Bourbon Street. Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest and magnificent cocktails. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter Courtyard or on our Bourbon Street balcony. Come experience Bourbon Street's only rooftop bar. Mambo is perfect for a night out with friends, a romantic getaway, your next event, or a delicious meal with family. Lunch and dinner seven days a week. Order online for delivery at mambonola.com. Make your next New Orleans memory at Mambo's. 
Francesca Bacchetti's, 515 Harrison Avenue in Lakeview. Francesca is offering a menu that includes family meals, daily specials, delicious sides, award-winning pizza, New Orleans Best Burgers, Poor Boys Muffaladas, and family recipes. A St. Louis-style deli with sandwiches and sodas, wine and beer also available. Check out our menu online at FrancescaDeli.com. Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-266-2511. Dine indoors, dine outdoors, or use our delivery services. That's Francesca by Katie's, 515 Harrison Avenue in Lakeview. Oceana Grill, Bourbon at Conti in the French Quarter. Voted top 10 U.S. restaurant for everyday dining by TripAdvisor. Open seven days a week, home in New Orleans Best Breakfast. There's something for everyone on our menu. Serving Cajun Creole dishes that will delight for lunch and dinner. Fantastic cocktails that will amaze. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter courtyard. We have five private rooms that can accommodate from 10 to 120 guests for dining or your next event. Oceana Grill is family friendly, but perfect for an incredible dining experience with friends or that special someone. Order online for delivery at Oceanagrill.com. Oceana Grill is the best time off Bourbon Street. Diamonds Direct makes it easy to go over the top this Valentine's with an expanded selection of the most romantic gifts, special designer trunk shows, and the return of our most popular offer ever, five years zero interest financing. Now through Valentine's Day, we teamed up with the nation's most sought-after designers with a spectacular selection of affordable and timeless gifts. And with five years zero interest financing, you can go big. How about a $3,000 pair of diamond stud earrings and you pay $50 a month or a $4,000 diamond tennis bracelet for just $67 a month. It's a fact. Jewelry is the number one gift for Valentine's, and Diamonds Direct is the number one destination. We'll help you find the ideal gift at the best price, and you can spread your payments over five years with zero interest. Visit us in-store now, or shop online for some great romantic gift ideas at DiamondsDirect.com. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. On approved credit. Do you need employees? Cumulus Media is holding a virtual job fair. We're spending over $45,000 in advertising to promote it, and we want to help get you the employees you need. To be a part of this job fair, email nolasales at cumulus.com today, as space is limited. That's nolasales at cumulus.com. nolasales at cumulus.com. Let us do the work to find you the employees you need. Welcome back to the William Grant Family Facilities Fry Extravaganza. My good friend Sean Bazan always thinking outside the box. As I'm t- t- speaking about uh, Derek Carr, he's reminding me who was the head coach that drafted Derek Carr. And who was it? Dennis Allen. Food for thought, isn't it? Surely is. Something I had not thought about. Uh, but again, uh, great, great point on his part. Dennis Allen did uh, draft Derek Carr. Maybe there's something to that. All right, I want to remind everybody about our friends, William Grant, who, again, support our program on a Friday, the title sponsor, Henry Jim, Malaco Tequila, Ray Vaca. Also, again, our star lineup of Scotch, Glenfiddich Scotts Whiskey, the Grand, Grand Splendid Scotts Whiskey, also the Balvini Scotts Whiskey, Monkey Shoulder Single Malt, uh, Fistful of Bourbon Bourbon Whiskey, Hudson Bourbon Whiskey, also Telemore Dew Iris Whiskey, uh, Sailor Jerry Rum, every bottle of Sailor Jerry Rum purchased, the portion of proceeds go to the God Foundation, taking care of our heroes, uh, both uh, retired and active military members, uh, and also, again, uh, Florida County, Nicaraguan Rum, all part of the portfolio of William Grant. Reach for a William Grant product, proud sponsors of our Friday show. Uh, I want to thank uh, Mike Vazan, Sean's dad, uh, for joining us in the program today, as he does on Friday. John Hendricks of um, SI Now. 
also want to thank Rudy back at studio. I want to thank all the great sponsors sponsor our program. Go to ericasher.com for slides of the sponsor. Sponsor our program. Thank you for supporting those sponsors. We very much appreciate that. Please continue to do that. Look, you want to find out more, just click on the icon of the sponsor. It'll take you right to that sponsor's website. Everything you need to know about the sponsor is right there for you. Uh, and, and, of course, thank you so much for listening to the program. Whether you're listening to us here on 106.1 FM uh, or, again, maybe, again, on your favorite app or maybe you're checking us out on uh, your favorite podcasting platform, thank you so much for checking out our show. All right, uh, don't forget about the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports tonight, 9 o'clock Pelican, 10 o'clock LAE. Saturday at uh, 2 a.m. on the Deuce, 5 p.m. on Pelican Sports Television. Jeff Duncan, NOLA.com, and Fox 8 Sports is my guest. And it's already up on our social media platforms as well. All right, thanks to Rudy Beck Studio. Thanks for listening. Coming up next, Ken Trahan with All Access. Award-winning journalist Les East is his guest. Ooh, it's going to be a cool one. Have a great weekend, New Orleans. Enjoy it. See you back here on Monday at 4 o'clock. My name is Eric Asher. From the dog catcher to the governor, that includes the mayor. We can throw the DA in there as well. They all got it. We ain't going to lose them all without a fight. Better know.